than ever. I'm Tamara. I'm Kelly. And this is Ghoul Bees. <laughs> Today <laughs> is... Oh, I'm so sorry. I just step on you. No. Step away. Today's going to be a little bit of a different episode. Yeah. We are so excited to introduce Ghouls being Ghouls. Ghouls being Ghouls. We are here to freak ourselves out. Yes. Freak you out. Yeah. And you're here to freak us out. That's what that's about. I mean, people are writing in. That's so perfect. This is going to be listener stories slash stories we found on Reddit because no one knew to send us listener stories yet. (laughs) (laughs) But a few did. A few Reddit people were so kind and, like, gave us their personal stories. Mm -hmm. We will shout them out. But, um... Yeah. We will shout out their Reddit usernames. Yeah. Yeah, I'll shout it to the void. (laughs) Hopefully they're also listening. Otherwise... For sure. Probably not. <laughs> That's okay. They're podcast famous. They gave them to us for free. They did. Um, the kindness of their soul. Yeah, so for future reference, please send us any ghost stories that you may have. Ghost stories, if you've seen Mothman, I would like to know that as well. Yeah, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Messy. I've got pretty big feet. Get out of here. <laughs> Take a hike. Show me your size 12s. Oh, I'll take a hike. That was beautiful. I know. You missed it. It's fine. Anyway. Uh, anyway, what are we sipping on? What are the beans today, Tamara? You took us to a coffee shop. It was so cute. Called Com- My Half of the Sky. Right? My Half of the Sky Coffee House. You were right. Yeah. You took us, Kelly took us to a nice little coffee shop called My Half of the Sky. Mm-hmm. It's Easily one of the cutest coffee shops I've ever been in. It's a it's a home. It's literally a house in Wheaton, Illinois. Um, and they sell local like jewelry and totes and goodies. Yeah, and mugs. The coffee I love mugs. How are we feeling about the coffee? Yeah, the coffee is great. They had really cool flavors. I got an iced latte horchata flavor, and I. I am a slut for horchata. I will. Good, me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I once got really sick off of a horchata popsicle that was just sitting kind of like out in oh. this like taco shack that was it on is the. Milk. It was on the side of the highway in Colorado. Oh, water. Can you ask me why I even stepped foot in that at the height of my like contamination fear? And Can then I was I... like, let me get a milk popsicle. Kelly has a history of engaging in risky food behavior. Um. <laughs> Love a good, what, gas station coffee. Love a good gas station coffee. A college cafe tamale. Oh, I was eating those by, like, literally the box full. You were, I haven't had, I had, I didn't have one. And they were great. Were they? They looked like. I never got sick um, off of it. You, I didn't yes, feel, did. well, I didn't feel great <laughs> after <laughs> it, but it was also sick. cafeteria food. <laughs> What's your definition of sick? Because you did absolutely get sick. I, I, I was regular. I don't know what you're talking about. That's regular? Sign, don't fucking sign me up for that. That was You were regularly irregular. The, the way that you're fine with milk, I was fine, <laughs> fine with those Okay, that's different. That's, <laughs> I do have a dairy issue that I am ignoring. That being said. And I, I have a cafeteria tamale issue that I am ignoring. You, it's not an issue for you. No, you it's liked a, it. Yeah, but still. And we passed on the way, um, a Seven Eleven featuring gas station tacos. tacos. No, 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 tamales. They was a taco shop that had a deal on tamales. <laughs> it's like get a box for a dollar, and I thought about it. I have oat milk in this. I'm having. I'm. I'm cheating a little bit. Yeah. I'm having an iced chai. You'll find that I like a dirty chai. Who doesn't? When I, worked, I was like, probably a lot of people don't. When I worked at Starbucks, my favorite thing was when people would order, because um, dirty means espresso. I don't know if people know that, but if you're not a coffee lover, if you ask for a non-espresso or a non-espresso drink, dirty, it means you're getting espresso in it. Mm-hmm. And we had Oprah chai during uh, when I first started at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. It was like you get regular chai or Oprah chai. People would ask for like an Oprah chai with a shot, and I'd be like. Oh, one dirty Oprah coming up. <laughs> Have you seen that TikTok that's like, dirty, filthy, slut chai? <laughs> like, <laughs> you go Ma'am, it's 4 a.m. <laughs> you go ordering a dirty chai. Yeah. 
chai to like a nasty, filthy <laughs> chai. <laughs> I like mine lightly like dirty. Filthy. I put one single shot of dirt in my chai. <laughs> and my fall drink at Starbucks, anyway, mm-hmm. when I'm going to Starbucks, is a pumpkin cream cold brew or an ice dirty chai with the pumpkin cold foam on top. Ooh. It's delicious. That would be so good. I will say this chai is better than Starbucks chai. Oh, it's, I mean, it's no comparison. I sold my soul to Starbucks when I started there. I will support them forever, unfortunately. Like, I feel like it's not great to claim, especially in the world those small businesses deserve a lot more, but... (laughs) It's not that you're, like, Starbucks is the best coffee in the world. No, Starbucks is one of the worst coffees you can get, I think, in almost every scenario. Like, the brewed coffees. Here goes our Starbucks sponsor. (laughs) There went never even showed up. <laughs> Bye. No, I you still get all my money though, and I'll still remember me. It's just girl, that's a mermaid. She's a siren where her tail mermaid. splits in half. She's... Riddle me that. She's got legs, but they're two tails. Oh, what does that tail do? <laughs> you know what that tail does. I wish I knew what that tail did. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I'm enjoying it. We're like my half of the sky. My Where can I just go? Yeah. You can rent like little study spaces. We might have to record one of those. Yeah, later. I think it's so cute. So then we'll definitely double up on the coffee. We'll try a different coffee there if we actually end up recording there again or recording there. But it's so cute. The top half reserved for recording space. The bottom, like, couple rooms had some, well, yeah, I call it recording space, but they're called study rooms. <laughs> yeah, like, they would be our recording space. Yeah. But you could potentially do anything in there. And they were, like, really, it's really well lit. It's the yeah. opposite of a scary house. Yeah, no, and the girls there that were working were so kind, and um, the main space, though no one was following the rules, was to promote conversation. They were like, put your laptops away. If you want to work here, you can rent out a space or, like, just go into the space. I don't even know if it was, like, Mm. costing money. But they were, like, promoting conversation in their little cafe, and I loved it. We were the only ones having conversation. People were not following the rules. There were a lot of laptops out. (laughs) That was a rule. (laughs) There was a sign. They were ignoring it. That's okay. Um, But, yeah, anyway, highly recommend that coffee shop. Would totally go. These drinks are great. They're great. I really like them. Um, I would rate this. How many beans in a bag? It's a small bag because it's one to ten. How many beans in a sheet? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm in the marketing. I'm trying to say on brand. How many beans in a sheet? Ooh. Um, Three sheets to the to bean. The bean. <laughs> bada bean, bada boom. <laughs> Cut the sheet. <laughs> absolutely go back and get the exact same drink so that's good yeah i would go back and get what you got and what i got i would absolutely go get what you got and you asked me if i liked chai and the real answer was not normally i don't know why i said yes i think i just wanted to be like i love it it's my blood i only get chai (laughs) i bleed chai i was like i've never seen you get chai i don't like the flavor normally it's good. I would get that. I would really get it. It's really good. I like that the, like, chai bits are floating in it, but it's not, like, sand in this my This is, like, somehow seasoned. I know that chai is, like... Well, that's seasoned. It's... Whoa. No. Not it's... a season. No, it's not, not a season. <laughs> but there's lots of, it's like... spring, fall chai. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. It's getting weird in here. <laughs> but you normally, what I'm... I guess what I'm trying to say is you can't normally see, like, the flavor bits. There's yeah. flavor bits in here. There are flavor bits. I don't have any... Well, actually, there's, like, cinnamon flavor bits on the bottom of mine as well. Oh. I could shake it. A little. <laughs> Not you screaming into the mic. <laughs> it's a stressful ASMR. Stressful. Oh, I'm about to get real stressful. It is. Yes. Um, so, Tamara, I wanted to ask you, why do we scare this week? What's been going on that makes you fearful or um, for fear what's been making me scared is literally reading these stories out <laughs> loud in my apartment which is i mean now it's getting so scary in there mm, i've been seeing you. what i call a mist i know that's not normal 
Right? <laughs> it's not dust either. No. It could be dark in my apartment and there's like a white mist that like shifts around. There's also a gray cat. Yeah. Has been there since the beginning. Me and my partner will look at each other and be like, I just saw the cat. And <laughs> you just ignore it. And you have a cat, so you know it's not that it's cat. It's not a gray cat. It's not a gray cat. I have an orange and white cat. Very different color scheme. <laughs> and also different size. The And it looks like completely different. Oh my god. Like this one has a tail. My cat doesn't have a tail. Yeah, for sure. That's a big distinction. Yeah, huge. Very easy to tell. <clears throat> That's why I'm scared. Why are you scared? I'm scared because, well, I'm not scared, but I I enjoy the scares this week because I'm almost at the end of my classes for the quarter. Woohoo! Thank you. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, it's just like peak stress. When does your quarter end? It ends next week. Next week's my last week. Weird quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've got two weeks off and I start back up. Mm, it's kind of like DePaul. It's exactly like DePaul. I um I feel like I really lucked out because um normal college is semesters, which is sixteen weeks, twenty weeks. Um, it's oh, six, too much. sixteen. I'm in I'm in a normal semester right now. Yeah, and I feel like you know obviously going from DePaul was ten mm-hmm. weeks, I believe, right? Yeah, DePaul's on a different schedule than most other uh, schools, at least in Illinois. We're at like yeah ten weeks. So yeah, everything's on hyper. Drive. It's four quarters, so <clears throat> you do one quarter like in the fall, fall to winter, and then winter to spring, and spring to summer, and then summer quarter is usually optional for mm-hmm. DePaul, but that's how they do it. So it is, you learn a lot, very jam-packed, you probably skip a lot of like intro shit stuff. Yeah. I like, swear, it's okay. Not <laughs> you apologizing, I said Sorry. fuck earlier. <laughs> you don't need to apologize. Um, so I feel lucky because I feel like if I had come from, especially for masters, like if I had come from 16 weeks and gone into 10 weeks, it would have been rough. But going through all of the bachelor, bachelorette, is that how you say it? Baccalaureate. Mm. Mm. I earned that hospitality. <laughs> bachelorette. <laughs> you did. You earned it. I did. I earned it. Um, I mean, I did earn it. Yeah. I mean, it's here. I have it. I went to the classes, but it is for hospitality. Okay. No shit. <laughs> my partner's our audience today. <laughs> also got a degree in hospitality. Yeah. At least you're using it. At least you're in the in the field. Lou, shout it. hey to the podcast. Hey. <laughs> That's the hey of a hospitality degree. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I feel lucky and but stressed out. So the spooky stories have really helped me gr- decompress. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say grow, but I haven't done anything. Okay, so to get into our first little uh, ghoul chatter, I'm going to read a post off of um, Reddit that we found. R slash ghost stories. R slash ghost stories because those are the real the real deal. Um, and it's by. Subinia? I can't read that from here. Mm. You're going to have to do it for us both. My apologies if that's not how you say your little handle, but uh, is it called a handle on Reddit? I'm like a thousand we, years old. Um, no, you're not. I d- also don't know how to... This is a learning experience for us both. Um, so if anyone like knows Reddit, Reddit, user. Reddit you can totally... Reddit user Subinia. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so here's the story. We had recently moved into our new big house in a small village near the city. The house had two floors and the rooms were downstairs and the living room, uh, in the living room upstairs. It says area, but I keep saying room. The living room, we had this 10 meter long balcony door that you could see all the way to the city as we were the first house of the village. When did they move there? In like the 1900s? Maybe technically like 1994 is the 1900s. The village, people still use village. Do you? Village of like in the hills. Do you see up. on TikTok like all of the young people saying like, oh, you grew up in the 1900s. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was born in the 1900s, everybody. We watched a YouTube video and this guy signed off by saying, I wasn't even born in 2003. <gasps> Not 2003. It was just 2003, I feel. No, 2003 is <laughs> 20 years ago, Queen. That's wild. Um. Okay, anyway. So she's in a village. Or they. I don't know who. I don't know their pronouns. Um, So one night around 7 p.m., I was sitting with my mom watching TV on the couch. Sierra. Love it. (laughs) Very haunted. 
<laughs> my father was taking my two sisters to the gymnastics practice. Okay, we're back in modern times. <laughs> they didn't have gymnastics. Like Why in the not? old days? Yeah, they did. What were they what were the uneven bars? Just like high trees? Branches? Um, I like to watch the cars leaving towards the cities and disappearing into the distance. So that's what I did when my, with my father's car. After a while, I turned again towards the TV. A few minutes passed and I clearly heard my little sister giggling loud from downstairs. The giggling. I was horrified as I just saw my sisters getting in the car and leaving with my father. However, the TV was loud and I reassured myself that it was the sound from the TV probably. Then I see my mom standing up and reaching for the TV remote, and she asked me if I heard my sister giggling. I told her that I did, and together we went, went toward the stairs. Then my mom called my sister twice with no reply. I'm, like, getting tears in my eyes. We stood there for ten seconds, and everything was quiet. All of a sudden, we both hear my father scream, Hey! Horrifying. My mom ran in the kitchen, called my father, and asked him where they are. Where are they? He replied that they just arrived at the city. Then my mom grabbed a golf club, and together we went downstairs, as we thought it was probably a robber taunting us. We searched every inch of the house, inside wardrobes and under beds. No one was there. This happened in the middle of winter, and all the windows were closed, so this wasn't someone from outside. Very classic. It's <sighs> very similar to the story that you told, that you're, you would hear your mom calling for you. For sure. <clears throat> I think it's gross that, like, they called it out, and then it was like, let's get more aggressive. Mm. and like mimic a different family member disgusting the mimicking thing is something that definitely makes my stomach turn when it's happened to me because mm-hmm. it's definitely happened to me it's happened to me um a ghosty was using my partner's voice ghosty oh was gosh. using yeah i know sorry that's a, that's gonna be its own episode <laughs> that needs to be because it's honestly the sc- like maybe we can both share our scariest like experiences mine's like three seconds long so it'll give you enough time to tell your entire like last year experience last year any of the years i was in my old home um <clears throat> but yeah the mimicking thing i mean a mimic spirit i feel like is its own thing I think that, um... Like, lore-wise. Lore-wise, I do believe it's connected to, like, demons and stuff. Just because... You don't have to whisper. I don't like putting the energy in the world. That's fair. <laughs> but I think, like, realistically, they say any ghost that's trying to, like, trick you or anything like that... Oh, like, yeah. Up to no good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is definitely more of, like, a demon search. I do go down on that word. Um... Just because it's, like, negative intentions versus just, like, neutral intentions, kind of. Mm, not like a jokester, but, like, like what right. is it? Mal- malevolent? Malevolent. Yeah, just because it's um, trying to, like... <laughs> it's Maleficent. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Angelina Jolie. In my kitchen? <laughs> With them cheekbones. And them horns. It would be on tonight. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> um... No, but for real, I think that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard watching the many a ghost show is that like if it's trying to trick you, it's not a great, not a great partner to have in your house. For sure, and I like that this was honestly like a nice little blurb mm-hmm. to get us in the spooky mood because mine's a little long. I'm excited. I'm ready to hear it, and um, I feel like mine's a little scarier. Oh, I'm really excited to hear it. Get your scary sheets on. <clears throat> I have <clears throat> the covers. Pull the sheets up to your neck. No, that one was weird. Actually, I didn't do that. When I would get scared, I would cover everything but my mouth for breathing. (laughs) (laughs) No, like the little hole, like (laughs) snorkel. (laughs) Like, if I had had a straw, like a boba straw, that I could suck air out so nothing would be exposed. But, like, I would create a little hole. Not, like, my mouth, not the size of my mouth, even smaller. Honestly. The airflow would hit my nose. Some something I do still if I get like spooked because obviously I watch scary stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll cover. I'll make sure my ears are covered because I'm like I can keep my eyes closed. But like if I hear something, that's no that's no point. I've noticed that about you. Yeah, that you go to you go to ears. I fall asleep. Like, I'll fall asleep and like if I start to think about just something scary as you do right as you're falling asleep in the middle of the night, um, I'll like pull the cover up just just above my ear. <laughs> So, oh, I love, oh, no one's muffled. whispering me to sleep, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. 
Okay, let's listen to your beautiful story. Okay, mine's from r slash no sleep. I know you guys are familiar with Mr. No Sleep. Mr. No Sleep. We used to go on No Sleep and um, read each other scary stories in college. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what we would do. We'd hang out and we'd be like, oh, I'm just like read scary stories. Yeah, like if we weren't like taking shots. For sure. Or yeah. doing schoolwork. We were reading these scary stories. Don't get it twisted. We weren't taking shots at like parties or anything. We were definitely just like. Speak for yourself. I was absolutely taking shots. I mean, yeah, we were going to parties, but I'm thinking about the time we like obliterated ourselves to go on like a cute little (laughs) sophomore trip to Second City. Anyway. (laughs) Okay, so this one is from Reddit user OKU9707. Okay. They did not send this in. I found this on my own volition. This is called I Won't Be Working Overnight Anymore. Oh, shit. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I never will. Never can. Okay. I do IT work for a growing company in Northern Virginia. Specifically, I am one of their exchange admins, i.e. I am one of several people on a team that manage the company's mailbox servers. I work on the third floor of our three-story office in a room at the end of a long hallway. That is crucial. Okay, okay. We can tell that that's crucial. We don't love a long hallway, sitch. I'm our team's overnight guy, and I don't mind filling that role in the least. In fact, I prefer to working during the day because the building is almost completely empty at night, save for a few other folks scattered throughout the building. It's quiet and it's slow, which means I get to keep the lights low in the office, snuggle into my hoodie, watch YouTube or Amazon Prime, and nap. That sounds ideal. I do periodically check the health of our exchange servers and perform routine maintenance when is needed, when it's needed, but they rarely go down or experience issues. Overall, it's not a bad deal. Recently, our day crew started sharing our office, a large room full of cubicles, with some of the directory services directory services guys, but I never see them since they don't have anyone from their team working overnights. A couple of weeks ago, though, I started noticing one cubicle way back in the far corner of our office. It consistently has its desk lamp on and the sound of mouse clicking and typing coming from it. Ew, what, but he's alone always? Typically at the night shift, yeah. Ew, ew, ew. I think, yeah. Um, not a big deal. It just meant that one of the DS guys is probably pulling some overnight shifts or doing some after-hours work on the domain controllers. Oh. There's a lot of jargon that I don't know what it means. It's so funny. I literally work with this, so I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this could be me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me in this office at night. <laughs> um, whenever I'd come in and see the glow from the lamp emanating from that cubicle, I felt reassured. Oh. It meant that there was another human being in our office, which made me feel a little less lonely but they were far enough away from my own cubicle that I felt no pressure to interact with them socially. Perfect. Every so often, I'd hear them typing away on a mechanical keyboard. I loved the clickety-clack sound it made. Eventually, after a week went by, I figured the polite thing to do would be for me to briefly introduce myself and see who was working the shift with me. I mustered up my courage, my heart beating a bit faster than normal at the prospect of having to employ my rusty social skills, and walked purposefully back to this person's cubicle. No, I don't want to know. The energy in here got really intense (laughs) when I started reading this. They are meet a nice co-worker, and now they're friends, is how I think this story ends. Okay. (laughs) That's fine. The lamp was still on. Oh, wait, did I? Yeah, okay. The lamp was still on, and the monitor hadn't gone to sleep, but the computer was locked which probably meant that whoever it was had just ducked out to pee or grab some snacks or drink from the vending machines down the hall. I walked back to my desk and slumped into my chair, feeling like I dodged a bullet by not having to speak to whoever it was and make small talk after all. I later heard the door to the office open and heard him shuffling. It actually sounded a lot like something being dragged (gasps) over the cheap, thin carpet that lines the office floors over to the cubicle and then heard the creak of the office chair and the resuming sound of the clickety-clack on the keyboard. Over the next week or so, I made several more attempts to meet this guy or girl to introduce myself, but every time I did, it would seem that I had just missed them. So I eventually gave up and patted myself on the back for at least making a half-hearted effort to meet them. Better than me, sir. I would quit, so way better than me. (laughs) (laughs) I would have given up. I would have never taken a night job. At the end of my shift a couple days ago, I get off at 6 a.m., I was gathering myself to leave and noticed that click, the clack, clack, clack of the keyboard in the other cubicle had gone silent around the same time. I poked my head over the top of my cube to see if maybe I could catch a glimpse of this elusive guy and nearly had a heart attack. When I looked over to his cubicle, lit by the soft glow of the desk lamp, 
I finally saw him for the first time. More accurately, I saw the top half of his face. He looked to be middle-aged with stringy black hair and was peering over his own cubicle, staring right at me. Ew, full body chills. The rest of his face was obscured by his cube wall, but it looked as if he had huge grin plastered on his face. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> his eyes were vacant, but I could tell he was grinning because of the lines and wrinkles on his face and raised eyebrows. I was so startled and flustered by this that I ducked back down, hurriedly stuffed the rest of my belongings into my backpack, and made for the exit. It was time to go anyway, and I wasn't about to stick around with some weirdo in case he wanted to do more than just introduce himself to me. I should stop here and clarify that, in addition to the TV shows and movies I watched to pass the time during my shifts, I listened to a lot of true true crime podcasts. (laughs) Classic. I listened to a lot of true crime podcasts, so my imagination was running wild. At least he came out and said that. For sure. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely good. We love someone, like, being like, well, maybe it's not. Yeah. Unlike me, the second something happens, I'm like, obviously that was a ghost. Yeah, this guy's like, okay, like, let's keep in mind that I was already freaked out. I feel like that is what happens. Like, you can blow up something small and be like, oh, my God, that's probably a ghost. But Mm. then, like, when something real happens, you're like, honestly, it probably wasn't. But then you're, like, you get reassured. You, like, tell someone or you, like, confirm and you're like... I don't know, maybe it I, was. <laughs> I really like when I'm disproven. Like, if yeah. something happens in the house, and then Luce, my partner, will be like, actually, it was definitely just this, because look at the way it's fit. Like, the, it was just a fan. Like, oh, thank God. Literally, it's like you're there. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> okay. His imagination's running wild. I briskly walked to the door, but as I did, I made the mistake of looking back to his cube one last <gasps> time, and no. saw the upper half of his face still, uh, still staring unblinkingly at me but definitely now moving to exit his own cubicle. I looked away quickly and picked up my pace. Just ten or so more feet. Okay. Are you concerned about something? Yeah, the story. Oh. I, thought, I was like, is the audio bad? No, I'm scared. <laughs> I quickly looked away and picked up my pace. Just ten or so more feet to go. I heard that shuffling sound again as he moved across the carpeted office floor and felt my heart rise to my throat. By the time I had the door open, it sounded like he was probably about 20 feet behind me. I booked it down the hall and heard the office door close behind me as I rushed past the empty offices, which were dark and seemed to be gaping open at me. I managed to reach the elevator, which was lit only by the light of the red Not exit sign. elevator. You don't get to just walk right out. <sighs> which was lit only by the light of a red exit sign and the light from the nearby stairwell. Because this guy's used at night. The lights are not on. And it's not that summertime, 6 a.m. Right. Once I reached the elevator, I began frantically pressing the button to call up to my floor. I could hear the muffled creak and grunt of it making its way up, but it's an old elevator and it's stupid slow. I hazarded a quick glance down the hallway and didn't see anyone coming out of our office. But once the elevator doors opened, I practically dived headlong into it, (laughs) saying, (laughs) I pressed the button for the first floor, but nothing happened. The button I pushed lit up, but as I mentioned, it's an old elevator and it's taking forever for the doors to close. As I waited, breathing heavily, I heard the door to our office open, Mm. and the sound of shuffling moving quickly this time down the hallway towards the elevator. I backed into the corner of the elevator and prayed the doors would close. (laughs) The shuffling sound stopped just outside the elevator view, and then my heart stopped. Slowly, this guy's head appeared, peering around the doorway to the elevator with that stupid, unnaturally wide grin plastered on his face. His head extended further still. And I finally saw his whole face and part of his neck. His mouth was so open wide in this crazy grin that it almost looked as if he unhinged his jaw like a snake. His neck extended more and more and more still to an inhuman length, further cementing the image of a snake in my mind. I let out a strangled cry, and at that moment, the doors began to close. He made no effort to stop them from closing, and I thank God for that. The elevator... (laughs) Sorry, I got scared. (laughs) The elevator began to make the agonizingly agonizingly slow descent down to the first floor. My anxiety spiked again as I remembered the stairwell had been shedding its light on the hallway, where I had stupidly been waiting for this ancient elevator to save me. For real. Mm-hmm. The stairwell that he would probably be running or slithering or whatever down <laughs> in order to cut me off as I exited this infernal contraption. I smacked my forehead in fear and frustration. Why, why, why didn't I just take the stairs myself? That's what we were saying, bro. Yeah. We were saying that to you the whole time. No elevator. <laughs> You're not going to wait for that thing. I would 
jump the stairs down. I, yeah. I'm not just skipping steps. No. I'm skipping flights. Exactly. <laughs> I finally reached the first floor and flew out of the elevator into the lobby towards the main doors. Warm morning light was filtering through the doors, and my salvation was so close. I flung open the doors and half expected to be grabbed right then and there from, the, <gasps> from behind and dragged back into the building or whatever fate awaited me. That didn't happen, though. I practically ran out into my car, jumped in, and peeled out of the empty parking lot. I called my site lead right then and there and pleaded with them to put me back on the day shift. I didn't care that it was still early in the morning. There was no way I was working by myself in that building again. My boss must have heard the distress in my voice and asked me what was wrong. Now that I was out of that building, in the safety of my car, and in broad daylight, I was already starting to rationalize my experience. So all I could think to say to him was that I had a really weird run-in with some guy from GS and that I couldn't handle another one like it. There was a pause on the other end of the phone, and for a minute... I thought I'd accidentally hung up on my lead. When he finally responded, my heart missed a beat. He told me that there had been a lot of call-outs over the last few weeks due to people catching COVID and having to quarantine. Didn't you see the email I sent, Mr. Exchange Guy? Iron Ironically, I had it. All of the warmth drained from my face as he explained that the remaining technicians in every department had all been pulled to days, and that while there are still some techs that felt well enough to telework for their overnight shifts, I had been the only one in the building the whole time. <gasps> No! <laughs> that was the worst thing that's ever been read to me. Isn't it so scary? Oh. Bleh. I, I hated it. The idea, he paints a really good picture of the desk light illuminating his cubicle with like mm -hmm. that warm. I know that I come from a corporate background. I know yeah. exactly what he's talking about. Oh, no. You don't even need to. It's such a good picture. Because he paints such a yeah. good uh, like, it's a half cubicle. Like, you can't see yeah. it all the way up. So, with no sleep, it would be fair to say, like, we have to say this could be a fake story. This could yeah. be someone's beautiful writing. They could all be fake, honestly. Just because it's on a different, like, subreddit doesn't right. mean it's real. Um, but, also, like, let's let's go down the avenue in Israel because I already said I am let's a believer. Let's choose to believe. Yeah. I want to believe. I am a believer. Um, it's not the branch on the window. I'll just say that from the jump. But, um, it's just like... Oh, it's so gross, especially, like, you're describing how, like, he's describing how, like, the neck is getting longer, and, like, you yeah. know when you're super scared, like, stuff starts to look unnatural, yeah. but then you're like, was it a being where it could right. go unnatural, you know? Like, you think of, I don't know, any scary creature that can, like, mess with what you're seeing and stuff. Um, and since we're, like, choosing to believe, right? I fully believe it. I can, oh yeah, never mind. I can totally, I totally believe. I subscribe to this. I subscribe. Um, I literally subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of being alone, like one of the last people working, is yeah. so relatable. It's so And you relatable. can picture, like I've, even just like as a woman, being the only person in the building where sure. you know someone has a key to get in. Definitely. Real life fears. Just like being the last person, absolutely the fear. The comfort in that like creature in the corner mm -hmm. like that I totally understand relatable it, too yeah like of having to work at night having it be like first of all not me the fluorescent lights would be on the whole time every light oh, would have been on that's what stop that's what like keeps me from being 100% I mean I I guess there are people out there that would turn off all the lights and just leave them off my mom literally just has whatever light she has on whatever room she's in so, Sometimes like, just a TV. Yeah, no. Right. So she will be in the TV room or whatever, and she'll have, like, a little lamp on. And then she'll turn that off in the dark, walk to her bedroom, and then turn on her bedroom light. Like, not me living in her house, driving her electricity bill up because the entire yeah. downstairs was lit. If I had to walk upstairs, the hall light was on. on. All of this. When like, I get to the top of the stairs, that landing's on. Yeah, and then if I'm going downstairs, I'm like, why am I going to put this in the dark? We're having every light on in here. Yeah. Oh, no. But so she's one of the people who maybe like, her little ambiance, like, it's the middle of the night, so I'll just have like, my little warm light on. Like, I could totally see her doing that. See, okay, we kind of do that at our apartment where we just have, we have like, what we call the big light, but mm -hmm. we put this like, shade over top of it mm -hmm. so that... It diffuses the light. And we don't really have a ton of lights on, but the main light illuminates a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we don't, like, like to have a bunch of overhead lighting. For sure. Maybe that's a gay thing. Well, I was going to say I don't think so, because I also don't like overhead lighting, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. 
I also don't like. I did. I sometimes I think I just give me a headache. These ceilings are big, so like the overhead lighting's fine. But like, and also there's really no other option. But in like any other apartment, I would have rather had on like a little lamp. But not in the work. I know I would have chosen fluorescent over a little tiny lamp in a heartbeat, just because I know me. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not listening to true crime alone not at night hell in an no. empty office building. I'm not working at night. Like, I can't put myself... I can put myself in the visual. I can't put myself in that situation. Yeah. I, I mean, it would never happen to me, because I simply wouldn't have put myself in that situation. But it is a realistic situation to imagine. For sure. And um, I think it's gross that, like, he was trying so hard to meet this thing, and, like, it just yeah. happened, especially since it wasn't a thing. So the guy, like, the being just was, like... The sound of shuffling coming at yeah, you really quickly I is can... so effective, even in scary movies. So, and then, like, stopping and beforehand. Oh, stop! <laughs> I think that's in, what is that, Animal Creation or something, where they go to the well and they hear the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Footsteps mm-hmm. coming up behind you. Yeah. Blech. Hate. Animal Creation's a really good one. Animal Creation is a really, it's much scarier than you would expect. I remember <laughs> Matt was, like, almost angry afterwards. Like, I think I said something, and he was like, just stop. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I'm just really scared. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm scared. How tall is Matt? I know, six, little six four guy. <laughs> and he, like, He's, like, whimpering. No, seriously, and he doesn't even, like. We're going to go see a scary movie Monday. I know, and he doesn't get scared from scary movies, or he didn't before, and so, like, that movie just was really jarring for him. I've mm. seen that. I made everyone watch that. I was like, no, this one's scary, guys. That one is actually a scary one. It even, I've now seen it twice. It's still scary on the second time. It is. They do a lot of good, like, tropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a really good story. Thank Kudos you. on that story. I, that. I was cold the whole time. I literally <laughs> started getting a runny nose. <laughs> I tried to, like, Bring the voice down. No, you didn't. Did you guys like that? I loved it. <laughs> Let me know at Goldbeans Podcast on any social media. <laughs> Comment on Reddit because I feel like people are meanest on Reddit. So, like, tell us how you really feel. But be nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> Praise me. That being said, let's read some of the Reddit stories. Yeah, we'll read. Um, we're gonna read two people had good stories that they kind of gave blur. us. Yeah, they like actually sent it to us personally so well, we would love to hear yours you can email them at globeanspodcast at gmail or you can dm us basically on any social media mm-hmm. it's globeanspodcast globeanspodcast at reddit you can be your own commenter poster on our yes. page page subreddit subreddit is not it right i don't know what the terms are you can Listen. message us what the terms are well <laughs> someone explain it reddit to me. literacy um okay so I'm going to read one from Reddit user GoatBra37. Thank love you. GoatBra37. <laughs> oh, well, good. Very, very picturesque. So, thank you for giving us your story, GoatBra37. The 37th GoatBra. Um, so, here goes. I don't know if it counts, but I was at work one night standing in the kitchen with my two other coworkers doing whatever the hell they were doing elsewhere. And I felt someone stepping up behind me and thought it was one of them coming to scare me. So I turned around and nobody was there. I stepped out into the kitchen and neither of them were remotely close. It's pretty cliche, but it's kind of scary. Lol. <laughs> so I like that. Okay, so that's It was like, short. It's short, but I like that it's like everybody kind of has that experience where it's, yeah. in my opinion, it it's unexplained. It's unexplained. And I'm going I'm to interject my own story because Please. this is why we started a podcast to talk about ourselves really yeah we're the, we're the boss of this <laughs> but this exact thing happened to me over covid um so matt my partner is a nurse so he was a important worker what they call them essential important workers the important ones <laughs> not essential me workers. i got laid off <laughs> yeah I got laid off in the beginning but um they were looking for a reason it was essential, so life didn't really change for him, except that I was home all the time, so it probably got better. It got better. Yeah, better. Anyway, I was making cookies, and the way our kitchen was, like, to be working at the counter, working on the stove, like, there was a little kind of entryway into the kitchen, and the kitchen's very small, and then the entryway, the way I had my couch set up, it kind of created a little hallway. Um, do you remember in Savannah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, People did many apartments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had my little couch, like, facing the TV, so it kind of created that hallway space. The couch, you had to have your back to the door. Yeah, yeah. I, I... Nightmare. 
I honestly use that setup a lot. It's that, that way now. I hate that setup. It does great things for a room. It separates. I can have a kitchen table and a couch. But my anxiety says I need to see the doorway. For sure. Well, I definitely don't sit on... I definitely have to, put, like, lay down when I watch a scary movie so my back isn't exposed. You have... Almost all of your apartments have had a really open setup. Yeah. I live in an old Chicago apartment where rooms are, like, divided, but I have, like, these big archways. Yeah. Which kind of offer, like, a divider. Yeah. And that would have been great, but I didn't have that. No, you didn't. <laughs> so I created a hallway and a divider with the couch. So anyway, I was making cookies and I was decorating them like haunch- haunched over, like really working hard. And I swear to God, I knew in my heart of hearts, Matt was home and he like walked up to me, like walked up to my back. Like if I didn't turn around, he was going to like hug me from behind was the vibe. And you were bracing for it because you were like, that's Matt. I was bracing for it. And so I turned around, nothing. And I instantly was just cold and like nauseous. And I was like, oh, uh, no. And this is when I bought the Haunted Child violin, so it was my fault. Oh, God. We have to get into that. It's safe to say that I can tell, my opinion is trusted when things are haunted. Every If somebody wants to know if something's haunted, they always turn to me and go, do you think that's haunted? Yeah, we'll be in Goodwill, and I'm like, which of these items can I buy? <laughs> Not a lot of them, guys. Literally don't. Um, But yeah, Kelly came home one day with a uh, old, old, I mean, we're talking 1800s violin, a fiddle. I bought it at the like swap meet, like, it was, it was falling no, apart. it was a flea market, it's worse. You don't even know the history. I made the golden mistake, and like, I broke the golden rule, really. And like, I'm the one, I'm the perpetrator of that rule. Like, I'll be like, no, you can't get that. I'm not gonna live in a haunted house. To my mom, mm-hmm. to Matt, to mm-hmm. anyone, I'm not gonna come to your apartment. You are <laughs> such a hypocrite. I know. And I was like, I've always, I've always wanted to learn the violin. <laughs> you weren't gonna learn it on this. This was like you wouldn't touch it or it fall apart. It, it was, was for decrepit. a sick Victorian boy. Yeah, a little sickly Victorian boy used to play it and cry. And then like come and hug me from behind, which is what happened. So yeah, no, I picked the story because it very much rang true in my heart as a very off-putting experience, especially because like you know in your head you're like got him. They're coming up to behind. They're oh, trying yeah. to trick me. You're not gonna get me today. Gotcha. And then, yeah, you look like an idiot. You got me. Ew. And then I think about. I know it's. I. I. In those moments, I have an out of body experience where I can see myself yeah. turning to nothing. Literally, like you can replay it, and you're like, "That's disgusting." Mm-hmm. And so I literally, I. It didn't feel. It felt gross in a gross way, but it didn't feel like Spooky. I'm gonna get stabbed not if I evil. turn around. Yeah. So, and then I looked at the clock, and, like, it was three hours until Matt was even supposed to be off, and I was like, my idiot face, like, what did I think was happening right now? So, it's easy to get caught up in a ghost scare, but I turned around, and I was, like, decorating the cookies facing the doorway, and I was like, you're not going to get me again. Never again. (laughs) Actually, it did get you. It did get me again, but then I threw the violin out, and things got better. I think, I I think I told you you have to. I'm mad. Like, we were going to bring it to Goodwill and because I didn't want, you know, I don't want to throw it out and then, like, come back in and yeah. find it on and the table. Animal creation style. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like a psychopath. But, um, so I was like, no, we can't. We can't just throw it out. We have to, like, give it back to the world. <laughs> yeah, because, like, according to movie lore. Right. If you throw it out, you are walking into the house from the garbage can. And it's sitting on your coffee table. And now you've disrespected it. Yeah. Now you've, now you've started a beef with the right. wind spirit. Now they're like, I thought we were okay. I thought you respected we're never my property. Okay. And now I see the true you. <laughs> you revealed yourself to me. <laughs> it would start to playing. Ew, no, that's what I'm saying. You like walk in, you hear ghost violin Violin's. music. You just hear screeching because there are only three strings on this one and they were all out of tune. I always wanted to learn the violin. <laughs> that would have bought you lessons. It was, it was my mom. It. it was my mom. She was like, I'll buy it for you. She put... And she, she knows. She was like, the second you bought that, I was like, why are you doing this? You know this is haunted. She, Kelly pulled out this violin. She goes, I have something to show you. (laughs) In her apartment. Pulls out this violin. I didn't even, it did not even make it in front of me before. It's haunted. It's haunted. It's so haunted. It was like dripping with haunting. I think at that point, like something had already happened. I was like, I know, but I can't get rid of it because I'm scared. (laughs) I'm not kidding. That's what you said verbatim. That's literally exactly what you said. Uh, Yeah. So I don't buy stuff from like secondhand things unless it's really cool. 
Girl, <laughs> even then. Well, I mean, you opened it and it was like dusty. The cool things are it always haunted. You know what I mean? Because like, no, if you're gonna I'm die, you're gonna die. No, 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 no. The vintage stuff is always haunted. That's what I'm saying. But the yeah. cool vintage stuff, or the scary stuff. Yeah. The violin wasn't cool. That was a my bad for sure. The violin wasn't cool. It wasn't pretty. It looked. It would look like a prop. It was so scary. It looked like a prop for Annabelle too. <laughs> Should we read one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You read one from another person that you Yeah. Okay. This is Reddit user Reddit TVDO. Reddity. Reddit. Reddity do. Reddity do. being Reddity do. Thank you for your story. Once in the early hours of the morning, probably around 2 or 3 a.m., I had a dream that the front door was open and there was a woman standing there with her back to me. In the dream, I approached her and she floated towards the lounge in a mist and turned to face me. Her jaw dropped wide open Jesus Christ, <laughs> and pointed past me towards the door as if to scream. I went cold and woke up all scared. Something told me to check the front door and it was wide open. <gasps> I built up the courage to shut it and ran back to the bed with chills, wondering what the fuck just happened. Okay. Another shorty but goody. Another shorty but very goody because it's like an intuition thing. Like, this one could be written off as like your subconscious like knew the door was open so you like went and did it. But that means you, in your sleep, heard your door open. My leg hair is growing. I wish mine was. <laughs> I have a tingle up my spine. Because that's another really normal fear. Yeah. That someone's going to come into your home. For home sure. Invasion. You're going to be alone after this, girl. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I comment, like, I wrote back to them, and so I hope they, like, respond. But I was like, how on earth did you have, like, the courage to go, like, close the door? Or close the door and run back to your bed. I was like, how did you not just simply oh, leave? I'm telling you what happened. They closed the door, locked it real hard and aggressive for to like sure. assert dominance. All the <laughs> lights were on in the house for the rest of the night. For sure. We're running up comment tonight, baby. <laughs> and it's going to be worth it because I'm not going to see the wide open mouth floating ghost. I just like, it is. It's so horrifying. Intuition is crazy. Your brain is crazy. That, that is horrifying. Less like ghost, more just like... I mean, what do you mean? I feel like that's ghost. She floated in a mist. But it was her dream. It was his dream. Or their dream. I don't know what you're I mean, I mean, it could have been like a sleep paralysis sitch. For sure. I say for sure a lot on this podcast, but it's just... You say for sure and I say lore. <laughs> take a shot every time. <laughs> I was going to say on the Cuba Road episode, take a shot every time we say Cuba. Cuba. And I say for sure a lot on that episode. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we just cut some of them. You can do that one. But no, um, yeah, that's a horrifying story. It's a horrifying experience. I would have left. I would have slept in my car, but that's just me. I would have asserted dominance and turned all the lights on, which I do in my normal apartment. But that could be like a real human. That could be a real human in your house then. Now you gotta go check everything. I know. I'd rather just sell. Yeah, burn it down. <laughs> no, because that's a, that's another one where it's like if you leave it out and you throw it out or you burn it, yeah, it's gonna be back it in your apartment. Is bad news. Bad news, bears. Bad luck, Charlie. <laughs> Don't come for us. All right, do you want to read one more? Or do you want to? Yeah, read? I would love to read one more. Um, I'm gonna pick this one because you kind of touched on it for a sec. Um, so this one is from a Reddit user Salamander with three underscores. Shout out to you for being on Reddit again. And this is called Spirits or My Brain Making Things Up, which is kind of like the last one we read. Kind of. Kind of. Um, so anyway. Started having sleep paralysis around the time I was 18. I've seen and heard it all and have gone through some really scary situations while having sleep paralysis. Even the ones where you think you've woken up until all hell breaks loose all over again to demonic whispers in my ear and someone touching my back. Ooh. So just trust me, I've gone through some shit. Ha ha. <laughs> Eventually, over the years, I figured out a way to get out of sleep paralysis ASAP. I don't get it as much anymore, and whenever I do, I break out of it before it even gets intense. But this one instance was extremely peculiar and really tripped me out. I was in a dream. I don't exactly remember what I was dreaming about. It was just a very regular, non-happening, random kind of dream. 
I suddenly started feeling uneasy and a sense of dread fill me in the dream. I couldn't understand why, and the feeling of dread started to intensify. I felt like I was being watched. And so in that very moment, I woke up. I hadn't opened my eyes yet. It was when I was just coming to. I felt shuffling on the bed covers right behind my back as if someone was rubbing their hand against the bed right behind me. And then a whisper from the other side of my bed said, don't wake him up, like... I opened my eyes very quickly and lifted my head off the pillow to make sure I was awake, and I felt my eyelids were really heavy, which meant I, which meant I was having slight sleep paralysis. Mm. Eventually, I just went back to sleep and didn't think much of it. It wasn't until later in the day where I remembered this had happened, and the more I thought about it, the more creeped out I got. I was having sleep paralysis, but was unaware of it at the time. Mm. In the dream, I felt like I was being watched to waking up to the shuffling and the whispering telling me, Whatever was causing the shuffling to not do that. It was all just so specific and correlated. I've had really, really scary sleep paralysis, paralysis moments, but this one was just so weird. Um, sleep paralysis scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I was going to say, that was weird today, but it might not be weird tomorrow. I think what scares me the most is, like, there is no current, like, reason for it. Like, scientists, sleep studies, no one can figure out why it happens. I think uh, a lot of people say stress-induced, which is totally Stress-induced, but, like, there's physically no chemical reason why your brain should wake, or why your body wakes up without your brain waking up, or vice Vice versa, versa. or, like, parts of your brain don't wake up. Yeah. Um, and what also scares me is that it is always, like, there's a lot of common threads in sleep paralysis. Mm. We should have a sleep paralysis episode because, like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really scary. There's a lot of same themes throughout it. So, like, I do wonder, like, is it a collective, like, brain Mm. mechanic? But, like, people just experience, like, the hellish screams and, like... A dog is a common one. A, a dog, dog coming out of the closet. Like, a demon dog that's got red eyes. Yeah, black. Um, a man in a hat. A shadow man in a hat. Like, they're Bob all... Bobbin style. Bobbin style. Like, they... It's common themes from people who, like, might not be on, like, the same forum. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's going from, like, old people to, like, children who, like, they not all... Getting the same intel of, like, this is what I should experience. Right. Something. Um, but, yeah. So, that was horrifying to me. And I don't know. I hope you guys like this episode. Yeah. This is I, the first one. This is the first one. Please, 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 if you have any scary experiences or you've had a friend of a cousin of a aunt. Of a sister. Neighbor. <laughs> if they have something, you can let us know your little telephone version of it. Um, I don't really care. I'm not no. here for, like, the real facts. I'm here for a scary time. <laughs> Yeah, here for a scary time, not a long time. Yeah, so <laughs> so send uh, send any stories you have to GoldbeansPodcast at gmail.com. And the next episode after this that you'll be listening to oh, man, get is ready. our adventure episode. So please tune in. Um, like, subscribe, follow, all the... Rate. That rate. really helps us out on and the back end if you guys would just a little rating if you liked it. Just like, Don't put anything if you didn't. <laughs> just interact with us. We love a good interaction. Yeah. Anyway, so thanks for joining us and... Spilling the, the ghoul bee.